Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hi and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier and today we once again head into the business world of the city of Wyndham and we'll bring you a terrific story about a business that's been going in the city of Wyndham since around about 2014. We'll talk to the co-owner of Ones and Two Plumbing and that's Michelle Oakman. We'll also talk to the CEO for the committee for Wyndham, Barbara McClure, about the effects that COVID-19 have had on the running of the organisation and we'll get the latest update on uh, on what's coming up. Uh, but first to our guest, it's Michelle Oakman who's the co-owner of Ones and Twos Plumbing and of course uh, they're a a plumbing business, obviously, uh, in the western suburbs, based in Point Cook, can help you out with uh, all sorts of services, gas fitting, hot water services. We're going to talk to Michelle about some of these uh, during this uh, th- during this chat. Uh, heating and cooling, split systems, renovations, general plumbing, but of course with the COVID-19 protocols, a lot of that has changed. So let's find out. One thing that hasn't changed, though, is their telephone number. That's one eight hundred one two. Or if you like, one eight hundred double six three eight nine six one eight hundred one two or one eight hundred double six three eight nine six ones and two plumbing quality service affordability and Michelle's on the phone right now. How are you? Very well, Kevin. Thank you for having me. Uh, now I guess we've got to get, first we've got to get to the name of the organisation uh, that uh, that you're the co-owner of, and whether you had anything to do in the naming of the uh, the organisation. It of course is Ones and Two Plumbing. So how did that, how did that happen, and who came up with it, and uh, who's taking credit or not taking credit for it? Um, well, <laughs> I have to say that's a team effort, Kevin. Um, the uh, the name, uh, so just to give you a little bit of background, I actually come from a very different background. So I come from a corporate world where um, I was uh, I was working in marketing and advertising uh, pretty much my whole life, career. And uh, so that, um, so I sort of, when we were looking, when we decided to start the business and and I, we were choosing a name. I said, I don't really think I want Oakman's Plumbing. I think I'd like to have something a little bit different. So we came up with all these different names and um, that was the one that stuck. And that was largely, uh, we live in Point Cook. So at that time it was, um, it was the demographic in the area. So a lot of young families. Right. So that name stuck. And did you did you think when you did you I mean there's got to be a little kind of little uh, hee 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 uh, going on <laughs> when you when you call a plumbing business ones and two plumbing you got to be having a little bit of a hee 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 and going yeah oh yeah sometimes sometimes we get a bit of that actually I've had a few people that just say oh oh I had a I had a couple of customers say to me not uh, like not that long ago oh I just realised what your name means. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we get a little bit of that. People will say, oh, it's an interesting name or oh, it, it's um, it's different or I really love it. or But it's just it's a name you won't forget. Absolutely. Now, uh, tell me about uh, the Point Cook locality. Was that uh, born out of uh, the fact that you lived there, the fact that you saw that as a as a growth area for a business or how did, how, why was Point Cook the, uh, the centre of gravity for the uh, well, company? We we decided to to move to Point Cook because um, so so this is obviously where we're based. But our business services Wyndham and right through the western suburbs. So our main our main 
our core business is in Wyndham. Um, so we do, uh, we focus obviously at uh, Werribee, Hoppers Crossing, Tarnit, Truganina, uh, Point Cook, or all of the surrounding suburbs um, uh, in Wyndham. Take us through what uh, COVID-19, uh, the impact it's had on the, on the plumbing industry. Plumbing, as, as we all know, is an essential service, Kevin. Um, it has, however, had uh, an effect on, um, on the plumbing industry. Um, particularly more so in the construction side of things. We, we have been limited, obviously, to what we can do, and uh, particularly in Stage 4, and uh, where we're allowed to go. So um, ideally, for instance, if a, um, if a customer uh, has, say, a heating unit in a property and um, they want to install a split system in a property, we're unable to do that unless, unless it's an, an urgent an urgent heating issue as in there's no heating in the property yeah so it's emergencies only for us um obviously hot water leaks um all of those things gas leaks water leaks all of those things which which are actually under the residential tenancies act and what's considered an emergency um are, are the jobs that we're allowed to attend to um and that's um so overall uh it has affected all industries um, us being an essential service, I guess not as much as others, but um, it has definitely affected all of us. How about the uh, the challenges that uh, that you would have on site? They obviously must be. Uh, I mean, there must be all sorts of new regulations and COVID nineteen protocols and that that uh, that you've got to adhere to now that you've had to get your head around. Oh yes, definitely. There's um, there's definitely COVID safe working plans, which all the team has obviously um, uh, masks um, uh, essential, as you know. Um, additional sanitising. We have sanitizer anyway. We use it as part of our daily routine. But all the, there are a lot of additional things, yes. In our business, we work with uh, domestic and um, um, and customers and we work with, uh, we do a lot in real estate, so that's our focus. So we work with property managers. So we are mostly in and out of homes as opposed to on job sites. But obviously, we still have to ensure the social distancing, the masks, and all those other things yeah. as well. Yeah, how have you have you found adjusting to all the uh, all the different regulations, all the different uh, uh, rules that uh, that you, that have come in, and uh, just I guess the the challenge uh, that it's thrown out to you to your workforce. I think for any business, it's challenging to get used to. However, once you uh, we we do what we have to do, <laughs> so. Once we know, um, you know, once we we understood and we knew what it was, because in, initially with the changes to what the government was telling us, or we were all a little bit, oh, what can we do? What can't we do? There was no clear direction. Okay, so we're a maintenance plumber. What are we allowed to do, and what aren't we allowed to do, as yeah. opposed to a construction plumber? So we've had those challenges. But I think once you you we've relied on master plumbers a lot, obviously. And uh, once they, uh, once we were clear on everything, um, it was fairly straightforward. So we've just followed the same protocol, and until we're advised else um, to do uh, otherwise, we'll continue to do what we're told. How's the online part of it uh, been uh, been adapted? Because I would assume that most of uh, the business that would be as it was done previously would be: you ring a plumber, you uh, get them to come out and have a look, and they tell you what it uh, what it costs, and then uh, they do the job or they don't do the job. But you uh, you obviously had to adapt around that. I would have thought. 
Yeah, well, obviously being limited to be able to go into homes um, and, and the social distancing side of things, we've obviously had to ask a lot of security questions over the phone to customers as well. Yep. Our website is going to be launching very, very soon. And uh, part of what we'll be doing in our new um, with our new site is we'll be offering customers the option to do Zoom quoting. Yep. So that will allow, in some instances, we will need to go to site, but that will also allow us to be more efficient. And that, that way for the customer, if they feel a little bit uncomfortable with having a tradesman in their home, they can do it over a video call. Has there been that sort of feeling from uh, from customers that they are funny about having people in their house because of, well, not only breaking regulations and all those sorts of things, but also just the, you know, the transmission of, uh, of possible you know, viruses and things? We, we have had, particularly in the early stages when COVID was, was fairly new to all of us and we were all really unclear on what, what was really going on, yeah. there was a lot of fear in the community and we have had um, some of that. We've had, obviously, other customers that have said, look, we, you know, we ha- we'll wait, um, obviously, until COVID is um, over and then we'll revisit that job or that quote at that stage. So there has been a little bit of that, not too much, but again, what we're doing at the moment is simply emergency work, Kevin. So everything that we pretty much do is an, is urgent anyway, whether it be a hot water service, a gas leak, a flood, all those things, yeah. What sort of impact has it had on, on what your projections were for your business in, uh, in this sort of six-month period that we've been going through all this? We're pretty much where we suspected we'd be. Yep. There's definitely been a decline um, and a drop. Um, however, we're trading through it and we'll get through it. And um, like all of the like all businesses, we will uh, we'll all work extra hard to to get on top of it when we get to the other side. Yeah, but I mean, uh, for a business that's been around since sort of about 2014, I so you obviously were building nicely, everything was going along, and then bang, this massive big hurdle, uh, you know, speed hump gets put in your road called COVID nineteen. Um, has it made you kind of reassess and uh, and redo your business plan? Yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. We've had to uh, we've had to put some new things in place and some new systems and procedures in place. But we did it and we've done it. And um, and like I said, we'll get through it. Um, and like everyone else, we'll we'll um, rebuild and we'll come out stronger on the other side. Michelle, one of the things that uh, I imagine you built the business on was the, was the personal contact with people and the fact that what makes your business different to every other plumbing business is, is the people that you have uh, running it and the people that you have on the, on the ground. Has that become even more important to, given you know, what COVID-19's done to us as a, as a sort of a, a, a society? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Our job is to obviously go out there. You know, not every phone call, Kevin, that comes into our office is a happy one. Yeah. Uh, we have customers where they they'll call us and their hot water services has um, has burst in the middle of the night, or they've woke up and they've got a you know they've got a gas leak, or their house is flooded because something's happened you know overnight. So these things happen, and so our job is always to make our customers feel at ease and to attend and and get to these jobs very, very quickly. 
With a background in in marketing, as you have, Michelle, it's going to be interesting how how marketing moves post COVID because I think the bells and whistles and smoke and mirrors and all those things that uh, that marketing has has been so good at, we now kind of have to cut to the chase now and get all the all the rubbish out of it and just talk plainly to people more so than kind of that bells and whistles and glossy stuff in the future. Um, I think that your marketing your marketing message needs to be very clear in a way that customers understand. So they need to understand what you're doing, what you want to do, and also where you want to go. Like a lot of businesses, great businesses in Wyndham that are reinventing themselves, I can see now online, and they're doing some really great things. And um, and I think that's fabulous, and they're going to do great coming out the other side of this. There's, it's, it's never going to be the same it was. Um, there'll be... Uh, I think more and more people working from home. Um, There'll be more and more online. So it's it's never going to change. Society is never going to be the same (laughs) pre-COVID. You mentioned that you're working on uh, launching a, a new website for uh, for ones and two. Is is your thought plan about that totally different to what it would have been seven months ago if you're launching the website then? In terms of what you want to get out of the website now is different to what you probably wanted seven or eight months ago when we started all this. It has changed a little, yes. Yes, definitely. So there's a couple of things that I've like the Zoom quoting, for instance, would have been nothing that I would have thought of pre-COVID yeah. um, because we all knew the Zoom was there, but really no one was ever using it. Well, not as much as we are now. No, and uh, we were going to endless meetings and spending a lot of time in our cars and doing all that sort of stuff when we probably didn't really need to. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had more meetings and uh, than sitting at my desk than I've had um, in the past few months that I've probably had in in two years because I don't actually have to go out. I don't have to leave where it takes me, you know, half an hour to an hour to drive somewhere, then to have the meeting, then to come back. That was very – Zoom's great for that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, has it made a bit of a difference to uh, the ability for your workers to get around uh, the suburbs of the west uh, with hardly any traffic being on the roads at the moment too? That oh, the bit... team's loving it. Yeah. The team's absolutely <laughs> loving it. They're like, this is so great. It's only taking me, you know, um, a half an hour to get to part or half of 45 minutes to get to Tarnit. It's like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. They're like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, make the most of it while you can because it'll be back to normal before we uh, before we know. Dix, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, mean, you, I know. You've mentioned a couple of times that we'll all come out the back of this. Are you expecting to come out of the back of this with a with a business that is sitting in the same kind of position that you were six or seven months ago or have you learnt things in this six or seven months about the way you go about things, different things in your business that will make you a more efficient operation going forward? It's going to be a little different, yes. It's going to be a little different, Kevin, um, and it will be um, it'll be more efficient and uh, and more automated. Yep. Not from the trade side of things, but from the from the way we do things um, here in the office. Wanted to talk to you about uh, having a business in the western suburbs um, uh, and and the support systems that are that are in place to help businesses uh, when uh, when you're going through hard times, like you know a lot of businesses are at the moment. But uh, in the good times and the bad times, have you found the support systems around the uh, the western suburbs to be good for business? We um, originally were uh, came from the east before we moved to Point Cook, and what I love about this is the west is so big, but it's at the same time so small. So we have made some amazing friends and some great relationships with with other um, businesses. Everybody wants to see everybody succeed, which I think is great. 
Um, support you've had from uh, from council and from those sorts of organisations has has that been uh, healthy? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. The um, the 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 committee for Wyndham, the um, you know the, the support that that council's providing to businesses. They actually have emailed um, and um, a couple of times just to say, hey, checking in, how are you going? Um, it's fabulous. And and from from other other trades that we're friendly with as well. Um, and other businesses that I know um, through various networking um, organisations that I'm involved with. And I've also recently joined um, the Wyndham Rotary Club. So that's all been fantastic. Uh, what's uh, what's the future for ones and twos plumbing? Are you are you just going to get through this and get to the end of this year, and then and then reassess where you want to uh, head the business in uh, in 2021? I have a business plan in place for next year, but I think we're just getting uh, we're just getting through this next couple of months. I think the government hasn't really told us yet clearly, has he? Have they? When we're going to be all able to reopen into stage three? We're hoping it'll be only in a couple of weeks. We'll just go through. Uh, we'll get through the next the next couple of weeks, Kevin, and or, or the end of this year, and then we'll reassess things again. But I have a fairly clear vision for where we want to go. Yeah, it used to be that the football cliche was we'll take it one week at a time. We all would yawn about that, but now yeah. we're actually doing that in business now, aren't we? We are taking it a week at a time because you really can't plan much past that. We don't know when we're going to be able to be told, "Hey, you guys, you can trade normally." Yeah. Is your hope that that will happen before the end of the year or do you expect that uh, or have you kind of planned for it to be in 2021 rather than in 2020? The hope is at least we can get to stage two before the end of the year Um, and at stage two will be relatively norm for us and relatively norm for most people. Um, So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It just depends, I guess, on what happens over the next week or so, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, in terms of your staff, uh, what size business is, is ones and two running at at the moment? We have six people on board, and I'm just looking for. I'm currently looking for another plumber. Yep. So a, a qualified one. Is um, is recruiting been easy or difficult in this time? Ask me that in a couple of weeks. I'm really <laughs> just Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, look, uh, thank you so much for your time. It's been great to have a chat and, uh, and to talk about uh, to talk about ones and twos plumbing and and what you've got coming up in the future and the way you've got through this uh, kind of COVID nineteen situation. I get, I guess, in many ways, uh, as a business, if you can get through this, you can just about get through anything. That's exactly right, Kevin. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, it's been a it's been a difficult time for um, for all businesses particularly the, you know, the local cafes and restaurants, yeah. and um, we'll do everything we can when we get through this to support them. Sounds like a dog that needs to be walked in the background, Michelle. We'll let you get to that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your time, <laughs> Kevin. Have a great day. Michelle Oakman there, one of the co-owners of Ones and Two Plumbing, one eight hundred one two. That's one eight hundred double six three eight nine six. That is the number. Thought it was an opportune time uh, in this podcast to uh, catch up with what's happening with the committee for Wyndham, who of course put this podcast together each and every week and give you an insight into uh, the businesses and the events and a whole range of things that are happening in the uh, city of Wyndham. So let's find out what's going on with the committee for Wyndham at the moment in the COVID nineteen lockdowns that we're all experiencing and. Uh, CEO Barbara McClure joins me now. G'day, Barb. How are you? Ah, uh, good morning, Kevin. I'm really well, thank you. All right. What uh, what impact has COVID nineteen had on the committee for Wyndham? What are you What are you being able to do, and what are you doing? Well, look, 
I, I think, Kevin, we're no different to uh, other businesses. And I've just been listening um, to the podcast with um, uh, Paul Sadler's Swimland yep. and how they've had to change their business. And Committee for Wyndham is, is no different. While we, um, we're we very much about a, a, a people business, yep. so we run we run events. And part, one of the reasons why you run events is, is for that connection. Well, we haven't been able to run an event since Winnovation earlier on. That was in February. So we've had to work out what what we do, and we know that people want to stay connected. So our Business Connect Wyndham um, series of Zoom meetings has been has been going going really well. And the other thing we've been able to do is. It's with a small amount of uh, funding that we've um, been um, uh, lucky enough to be provided by Wyndham City Council is is do those um, uh, flow online, our leadership program online, which has just blown us out of the water. A hundred people, over a hundred people turn up to learn about leadership. How good is that in our community? Yeah, it's terrific. And it also shows you that uh, people still, uh, lockdown hasn't uh, stopped their thirst for wanting to improve themselves and their thirst for wanting to diversify how they go about doing things. Well, one of the interesting things, and we had a board meeting last week, was to one of our board members was saying how much she really enjoyed Business Connect Wyndham. Uh, two reasons was that it was so so accessible um, and she could do it out of her office, and it's less time out of the office. So she knows it's at 8 o'clock on a Wednesday morning, bang, this is where she'll be. She, so she'll be in, in her office. She knows it goes for an hour. She doesn't have to get into her car and drive <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> or if you're a woman like me, you don't have to put your makeup on and do your hair <laughs> and get dressed, blah, 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 you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So so that time um, that it's given us is, is is an interesting concept as well. The efficiencies that we are going to garner out of COVID-19 is going to be one of the few positives we'll take out of it, but it's going to be a very big positive because we're going to actually put a value on our time now and maybe even appropriate our time a little more discerningly in terms of what we what we do give to business and what we give to ourselves. I agree, but I think I fall into one of the category where people are saying, I work longer and harder. And, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't have to. I'm not travelling. I'm not getting in my car and going anywhere. Yeah. I'll just put in an extra half. I can build that into into my working day. Yep. And and I think we're seeing that part of the, the productivity as, as well. One of the things we've also seen, and we talked about it a couple of weeks back on one of the podcasts, is how the uh, the flow program, the leadership program, how they've uh, kind of adapted to uh, the circumstances they found themselves in too, which I, I thought was a really good story. It, yes, yes, indeed. Um, and, and a good example of that is is um, the session that was on um, recently of, um, that they had, where normally the Port Phillip Prison invites them in, and they do the session within within the prison, yep. and have some of the spe- the speakers come from the prison prison staff, and they've actually met some of the prisoners. Well, that couldn't happen this year, but general manager. Um, very kind of come along and, and, and did a session with them and then said, look, you can't come in this year, but how about coming and visiting us next year? Oh, good. So we've found that that um, they have had to change, but also our guests, well, you know, well, you were there very early on yep. before, to- before total lockdown, and I think that you were part of, um, you were being filmed because some people weren't in the room and some and some were. It's it's made us change the way we do things. Some of it uh, has been very productive. Some of it's been very handy. Um, in terms of the uh, committee for Wyndham, uh, what uh, what's coming up? 
one of our very exciting events that we normally hold every year is, is our is our gala is our gala dinner, which of course we can't run, so yeah. we've had to push that out out to next next year. Our, we've got another flow program in a couple in a couple of weeks' time. We've already got lots and lots of people who are saying yes, make sure I'm I'm part of that. Um, we're really interested in looking for ways that we can continue that as well as run our full, full length program but continue yeah. on with these short forms. We're going to get back and do some more Business Connect Connect Wyndham so we're going to do one on education in a couple of weeks time and we've got the Small Business Commissioner coming in and talking to us um, the, week a- the week after that. So we're very focused on keeping engaged, keeping um, people connected as well as you know, bringing in that sort of learning and knowledge aspect as well. The uh, Facebook page and the website, the places to go for all the information. Bob, thanks for your time. Take care. Look after yourself. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks. Good to talk to you again. Cheers. Always good to talk to Barbara and terrific to find out that uh, things are, uh, you know, as everything, all businesses at the moment, we're all in a healthy state uh, in in the sort of state that we're allowed to be in at the moment, so uh, we're all battling through it, and all uh, I guess uh, if one thing we can come out of this is you have a network of people that you can contact, that you can be in touch with, that you can ask questions of, and that is the committee for Wyndham. If you want more details, have a look at the Facebook page, have a look at the website, reach out if you if you need help, reach out if you have questions. I'm sure uh, Barbara and the team there will be able to put you in touch with someone who can answer the question if they can't do it themselves. Really important time for us all at the moment as we sort of head towards what's going to be a, a, a very different Christmas and a very different end to the year, but uh, we uh, we can get through it if we if we are actually uh, bonded together and, and uh, trying to help each other out. Thanks once again to Michelle Oakman from uh, Ones and Two Plumbing. That's quality, service, affordability, and, of course, accessibility. one eight hundred one two. That's the number, one eight hundred one two. That's one eight hundred double six three eight nine six. Got a website up at the moment, which they're uh, currently doing some work on and, uh, and making even better, but uh, you can check out all their services. There, whether it's uh, gas fitting, hot water services, as uh, Michelle mentioned, they're in uh, kind of the emergency phase at the moment. But I'm sure if you have a problem, give them a call and they can help you out. 1800 12 1800 663 896. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. Until next time, I'm Kevin Hillier. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.